Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. What I like about atheism is it's a non-profit organization. Anyone? Uh, they can't all be good. They can't all be good jokes. Oh no! <laughs> oh, Join no. us next week on the Padhock. Bye for now. Uh, I think we might have to get rid of this feature. We might have to. I'm running out of oh. good jokes. I'm already running out of good jokes. I need to hear other people's jokes to, oh, ca- no. to carry on. What? I know. I mean, um, I'm, I'm Nate. I'm just going to put you out of your misery. Yeah, hit me. Go on. It's I know it's going to burst. A one. Oh. oh wow! Oh. That could be a, a new low for the for the padhock. I mean, not for the padhock, for me professionally and personally. It's pretty grim. That potentially was the worst joke you've told on the podcast. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think you're, I think you're right. As I said it, I knew, I knew it wasn't going to go down well. I could see Medlin's face. I mean, yeah, I've already got distracted by emails, so uh, that's how much you captured my attention. Wow. We better get it. We better get Terrible. on with it before we lose Madeline for good. Terrible. Shocker. Welcome to the Padhock, a podcast featuring stories following Formula One around the world. I'm Lawrence Barreto, and I'm joined by Chris Medlin and Nate Saunders. Slightly different intro this week, I'm sure you'll all notice. We thought wow. we'd just crack straight into it. Yeah. Jazzed it we up, did. didn't we? That was crazy. That's, that, that was I mean, this is... So natural, Lawrence. This is not a highest energy start. Yeah, it's, it's not... We're not off to a flyer, are we? Well, uh, we're a little bit... We'll um, work on it. We'll work a little on... bit Aston Martin on the first day of testing. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll work of... on it, Lawrence. We'll, yeah. um, we'll get your energy levels up next time. Apologies for people listening as well. My microphone absolutely had a hissy fit as we were recording this. So I'm going off uh, microphone headphones. So if you can't hear me, A, it's probably a good thing. B, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the apology comes yeah. second, right. So this is actually one of the few times we're, we're, we're actually in the same place, aren't we? But we're not recording together because we've all... And the, the, the original idea for that was because we all had better setups of microphones in our hotel room. So I've completely ruined that. I apologise. Um, yeah. And I just got a one out of ten. 
So I'm going to I mean, open the floor. That's to okay. Whoever wants to salvage the pod from this. Lawrence, I hear you've been doing some very cool stuff today. Um, I have. I've been playing squash. You Friends of the podcast will know that I play a lot of squash, and I talk about squash a lot on this podcast. But um, this time, once again, I was playing against Carlos Sainz, his father, Carlos Sainz Sr., who is, I don't know if we mentioned this podcast, a two-time former national squash champion. Um, so And still has got it, frankly. Um, still plays at a very high level. Um, and Rupert, Carlos's trainer as well. So we were just um, having a hit this morning. Um, I have to say, I wasn't playing my best, guys. Um, it wasn't my, my strongest performance. But um, Why? <laughs> I don't know. It's maybe because um, we'll go on to Nate's favourite topic shortly. We played golf medders uh, and I yesterday uh, with Lawrence Edmondson and uh, our friend James Boy. And so I think that that kind of took it out of me. You know, playing so hang sport, on, hang on a second. sport two days in a row. Not only are you going to use golf as a talking point, you're going to use an excuse <laughs> for playing badly in another sport. That could be that could be the worst thing you've ever done. <laughs> How does golf affect your squash game, can I ask? Because they're very different. Um just in that I, my back was a little bit tense, uh, shall we say, okay. today. Okay. So I wasn't, I didn't have the movement. I could However, glide across the court like I normally do, like a swan. Gazelle. And he was <laughs> like a swan. <laughs> and he was slightly dehydrated, I think, after a day in the sunshine on the golf course. I think it's just the sunshine that dehydrates you, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I can't think of anything else that would dehydrate you. Uh, but didn't, I'm pretty sure science would have played golf as well. At least Junior did. So he would have also been feeling And Senior did. Did he? Okay. So, Lawrence, your, your, yeah. your, your excuse has fallen completely That's flat because you were playing two slightly dehydrated and debilitated Spaniards. Granted, they are both former, former, <laughs> one is a former world champion and the other is a current racing driver. So fitness level is probably higher, certainly for Junior. Uh, but I mean, yeah, they are at least elite athletes, Nate. Do you, when you're playing uh, science, do you, do you, is there any work chat? Is that banned or are you just kind of bantering with them as you go? Like you're not like hitting the ball and being like, how about so bang, when... that bang, Aston Martin, like as you're hitting the ball and he's like, I think it's pretty good. And you're like going shot to shot. No, <laughs> it's like I'm there. No, it's like... <laughs> no. <laughs> not, not quite. <laughs> quite. Um, essentially once you're on the court, it's game face on and it becomes very serious so there's right. no there's no chat at all during the game no chat. no chat at all like obviously congratulations on points or or like you know tell tell them they've done a good shot or whatever but no actual chat no work chat because this is wow. a proper competition we're taking it very seriously okay well that's intense and I mean... then there's chat when we're out of the court you're allowed to talk then yeah, that's they allow it. you to speak. Do you have to be holding <laughs> the squash ball to be able to speak? Is it like a <laughs> symbolic thing? That, like, is that when they give you permission, or do you just have to listen to them and just kind of pretend you can speak about what they're speaking about, as if you know when really you don't, because they're talking about I don't know the Dakar. <laughs> I mean, you can talk about subjects that you don't know about, Meadows. Otherwise, I think. I think we'd all be pretty buggered speak if we could talk about mate. subjects we didn't know anything about. Yeah, speak for <laughs> yourself. I don't. I can't speak about anything I don't know about. So that was um, that was how I spent my morning. Um, Meadows, have you been spending the last couple of days? Dying. I'm glad you said last couple of days because my morning has just been spent 
like working and coughing slightly, which has been lovely, hence the raspy voice. But um, yesterday I played golf with you, mate, which you know. So (laughs) there was that. Um, uh, Actually, on Sunday I I worked all morning and then I kind of helped organise a team in a football tournament. So I played a little bit, but because I hadn't been feeling 100%, I thought I'd uh, be sensible and I was just more the organiser of a media team. And we had a an epic 4-0 victory against the Haas second team. It was like a six-a-side tournament that had been organised. Uh, and there were some very good teams there. So we had an epic victory in our first one. And then we lost to Pirelli in our second game and lost a very close game to Alpine, who were actually basically also a media team because they needed players and took ours. Uh, we lost 2-1 to them, so then got knocked out. So that was that was wild. But isn't it true that the Alpine team has an ex-pro goalkeeper? I don't know if he's an ex-pro, but he was very, very good. Uh, a guy called Carroll, who was, yeah, excellent. Made a brilliant save in a penalty shootout. Uh, and he was very hard to beat in our game. So we lost 2-1. Uh, and I, I'd say he was the difference, really. But, uh, yeah, it, that was good fun. That was quite cool to see. Fair play to half the teams there, because most of them were made of flat mechanics, who had even gone to the track, because it was Sunday, so they were still stripping the cars down after testing and doing work on them, uh, and then came straight from the track to this football tournament. So... The Haas guys we played first up, they were they were late arriving and they were shattered. So uh, I actually felt pretty bad for them because they had no subs either. And it's obviously quite warm here in Bahrain. So they, uh, yeah, they they had a bit of a workout. But um, no, it was good fun. And I believe I believe Formula One management actually won. So, uh, Mr. Bretta, your team won. So it was fixed. The fix is in. The fix is in. That sounds ridiculous to me. Um, you said the goalkeeper was called Carol. So that's my, the name of my mother's best friend. Yeah, not Roy. My mother's best friend's called Carol. I don't think it was her playing. Uh, no, no, it wasn't. No, no. okay, I'll have to check. You never know, please do. <laughs> and Nate, while Meadows has been working hard throughout today, um, and I've been out, paid squash, yeah. what have you been doing? I've had the morning off. Um, I've got a few few uh, meetings later, ESPN meetings. So um, I thought I'd take the morning off. I went up to the Tree of Life, or, or down to the Tree of Life, I should say. For any geographical fans, fans of uh, north, south, and east and west, um, south, south from where I am, uh, to the Tree of Life, which is <laughs> an old tree in Bahrain, uh, over four hundred years old, I think, and it's it's, it's kind of cool, like it's in the middle of the desert, and they're not quite sure how it gets its water, uh, so it's just like sat there, and it's surrounded by uh, oil fields as you drive in. Apparently, the biggest tourist destination in Bahrain. Pretty cool, like a, you know, pretty 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 tranquil, and there's some camels walking around outside uh i say it was all outside but uh, outside of the like the circle where this tree is so we went up to them and sh- stroked a camel which was pretty nice um and then came home you're allowed to do that well we went up to it and it, it walked up to us and was like you know you're right how you doing um you know i was surprised how, how good his english was uh but um <laughs> no and and um he kind of walked towards um claire who was one of the people with us and um, the guy that was kind of with the camels was like, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. Because obviously if a big camel's walking towards you, you think, should I run? Uh, and then it just wanted to be scratched on the head. So um, I'm not sure. I think the guy with them, you know, just like was their minder or whatever. It was like a few young ones, some older ones. Pretty cool. Um, low key, very cool animal, I'd say. The camel. So, yeah. Yeah, I like a camel. And I did say at one point, nod if you think the Aston Martin's quick. And it nodded. So, you Ooh. know. If that's not a sign of how the season's going to go, then I don't know what is, lads. 
because the camel sets. I mean, that is that is like Paul the Octopus levels of yeah prediction. Tree of Life camel says Alonso to win, and mm. there was a little Ford badge in the sand. Someone had obviously dropped this little Ford badge, so it looked like an like an apocalyptic like old movie where like somebody like moves the sand away and they're like Ford. Uh, what is Ford? You know, like in three thousand years <laughs> when the Earth is when the Earth is all like blown to smithereens. And I, I was like, what a, is that a metaphor for Ford's future involvement in Formula One? Time will tell from the tree of life. I might do all my predictions <laughs> now. I might just find things and link them in a very tenuous way to the to the upcoming season. Um, but yeah, so. Well, speaking of tenuous, uh, <laughs> you, you made some tenuous points there. So this is a tenuous link to some tenuous jokes that I believe you ah, made this week. God. Yes, and this will be actual Formula One chat for people that are still with us after my camel. <laughs> uh, my camel. Um, so on uh, Saturday, I had an interview with Logan Sargent, obviously Logie Sarge, as he's known to me. Um, he <laughs> we had just had an interview, you know, writing a piece for later in the week, you know, for our US audience. Uh, meet Logan Sargent, America's rookie. I've spoken to him a few times, you know, and he's, I think, you know, I'd like to see a bit more personality from any of the younger drivers. You know, sometimes they're a little bit cagey, which I totally get, you know, he's not racing F1. I got down there and he had his hat on backwards, like a lot of Americans do. And I was cool. like, oh, mega. And I can, make, I can make one of my favorite jokes to him. So I sat down and I was like, Logan, where'd you find those hats? Uh, and there's a little pause. And I was like, because whenever I find, whenever I find baseball caps, I can only find them with the bill facing forward. And he just kind of looked at me like, like what? Because obviously, you know, and I was like, because obviously the joke being there that the same cap, you just turn it, turn it around. Uh, and he was just, he wasn't having any of it. I, don't, I think he either didn't understand or he just, he found it so unfunny that he decided just to stare at me like a, like a statue for. Like, like the start of this pod this week. Basically. Yeah. I've had that. I've had that reaction a lot in, in bar. Maybe it, I think it's a Bahrain thing actually. Um, but so, so. Only the camels understand you. Yeah. Yeah, I should have told that joke to the camel, even though he wasn't wearing a baseball cap, he still would have got it. But um, so yeah, so so on your point of giving me a one out of ten, I think Logan Sargent gave me a minus one out of ten <laughs> for that one. I think not just in terms of joke, I think in terms of his rating of his best and worst journalist in the paddock, I think I've plummeted down the order, um, which is good. So yeah, don't worry. This so the moral of the story: don't make jokes to F one drivers unless they're genuinely quite funny, and even then, probably don't. No, I don't agree with that. Definitely make jokes to F1 drivers. Just make them better jokes, Nate. Come on. I thought, I, I, the fact <laughs> you guys both didn't laugh at that joke. I mean, come on. What am I, what has this pod turned into? I thought you guys were funny guys. What has happened human. to you? What do you mean what's happened to me? The world has got less funny. That's what's happened. I'm the same level as I used to be, I think. I just wish I'd been there to see your attempts to make Logan laugh. Like yeah. that's, that might become, I think, a, a theme of this pod. Um, that it might laugh. be, yeah. Can like can Nate make Logan laugh? Um, like because because I just want to see the carnage that ensues when you're trying to make these jokes. We <laughs> actually saw Logan yesterday. He was at the golf in the morning. Came down to support his trainer. Then decided, you know what? Golf is a game that takes a long time and it's very hot and it's boring if you're not playing. So he left. <laughs> yeah, I mean that really, honestly, meddling stories are normally longer than that. But that really was what happened. That, <laughs> that, no, that was that's what I mean. That was. <laughs> That was snappy as hell. Um, I saw you Logan. Are welcome. Williams is staying in the same hotel as us, and we were a few beers deep on Sunday. And Williams were doing their barbecue, and Logan walked out, like looked over at us. You, you neither of you two were there actually. You, Meadows, you'd have been playing in the football tournament, 
we were watching the League Cup final, which was Man United Newcastle, but there was a, a, a band playing in the hotel pub, playing very bad music. And Logan walked past and was kind of a bit confused and saw us and saw me. And I kind of waved at him. I was like, hey. And he was like, oh, hey. And then I looked at the band, looked back at us and was like, um, and I just put my thumbs up like, yeah, <laughs> weird setup. But, you know, where else am I going to watch the football? The soccer, as he would have said. Um, so, yeah, lots of very Logan themed pod, this. For me, anyway. Well, so as we're talking about rookies and as we've been talking briefly about Aston Martin, very, very briefly, now might be a time as we wrap up this pod, which is, I think, has been one of the finest we've ever done. Um, I think, what you're yeah, bo- <laughs> I, I think it's about a one out of ten so far, but you what, know, only wears up. What are your bold predictions for the year? Alonso wins a race. Our podcast will get better. That's not bold. Yes, that's will. very easy. <laughs> very, there's <laughs> very easy gains for us to make on this show. Uh, Alonso I wins would, a race. I think he wins a race. Yeah. Ooh. I think because look, if the Aston Martin is going to be third or fourth best it's in the hunt isn't it it's in that it's in that window where if something goes wrong up front and alonso's just alonso's just brilliant isn't he? he's just mega and i'm i yeah i want that to happen so that's my bold prediction i was gonna say i'd I like to see fernando is gonna get eight podiums but that doesn't sound as eight. bold now now that you said one win that no, doesn't that, sound as bold but no, I that's way more bold than that's way yeah, more, bold than more bold one win because one win he could just you, you know there could be some luck eight podiums that's like eight that's consistency yeah yeah i wouldn't say because i wouldn't say i'd say one win and maybe maybe not even a podium maybe he doesn't even maybe gets one podium and a win you know like through the year i think they'll be quick enough to be like fourth fifth sixth every every race but to say yeah eight podiums is way more bold than me so i think in this early phase they might even emerge as the second best team i saw your i saw your rankings last you and will buxton both said that didn't you very bold. And you put McLaren last. Yeah, which so, uh, in hindsight was too harsh. I suppose I put <laughs> I them last thought, because they I had the worst. Say which in hindsight was, was too kind. <laughs> 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 Their car's so bad, I didn't, they didn't deserve to be on the list. I thought that's what you were going to say. Um, no. I think I, was, I, I like those calls. I'd, I'd love it if, if, if that is true and Aston is set, starts the year off second best. That would be mega. I'm yeah. going to go with Alex Albon. Gets a top six in a Williams. Oh, nice! Yeah, that's. I can't good. really stretch to the podium, but um, yeah, achievable. Top six. I think yeah. so. Achievable. Can I? Can I uh, make a backup bold prediction? As we sure. both went for an Alonso themed one, I want to keep the Alonso one. I think Hulkenberg gets Haas's first podium this year. Ooh. Oh, I just think there'll be. I just think there'll be a. There'll be a shot and he'll do he's it. He's in really good mood, isn't he? It. I think he's feeling it. Yeah, he's he, feeling I think, him. I think it's. I think it's mm. The vibe of that team is pretty good. I'm not saying they're going to have like a super, super quick car, but I think they're going to have a car and just, and they're, they're quite, something something incredibly dramatic happens every year with Haas and they've managed to avoid it so far. Do you know what I mean? Like last year they had all the Mazepin stuff, then they had Magnussen getting pole. Every season there's something crazy that happens with that team. So I think it's going to be, that they'll just have some opportunity where they everything falls together and then one of the drivers is in that position. And I do, I like Magnussen, but I, it would be great if Hulkenberg could actually get that podium. So Double bold. Well, I would love it if all of these predictions come true. And then that, if anything, would mean that this podcast has taken its next step to the next level. <laughs> okay, well, no pressure. It got this. better. 
Yeah, it got a lot better. Well, this is a, this is a this is a mini episode today, so you know people shouldn't judge us based on this. We're rushing through. We want to serve the fans. Who are you? The three of you still listening? We're serving you right now. So, um, but Laz has got to run, haven't you, mate? So let's let us dash. I have, yes. But it's been an absolute pleasure as always. Thanks to everyone who's listening, and please remember to follow us on our social channels. You can read our work all over the internet. See you soon. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Network.